0: Leftovers again, welcome to LP Leftovers, the podcast for stuff that didn't fit into the service. We're here to have some fun, making each other laugh, but mostly we just want to make you think a little bit. I'm Paul Lore.
1: <laughs> I'm Rob White.
0: And I'm Bo Kirkin.
1: So, Paul brought a friend out today. Paul brought
0: a friend, and we didn't even know he had friends.
2: I didn't know either. He just showed up.
3: I didn't know it was Paul's friend either.
2: (laughs) You did have breakfast with me the other day.
3: That's true. I was helping you with the project. Yep.
2: His name's Caleb Hecker. That's with a C.
3: It is. Uh,
1: Somewhere
0: in there? Yeah. Otherwise, it'd be Checker. No. No, it's Hecker with a C. Okay. I didn't want people to think that you put 3Ks in there or 2Ks for Hecker. There's a C.
2: See how I did that? Yeah. So you've been in Paola all your life?
3: I have lived in Payola my entire life. Moved away for a little bit for a job in Chanute, and then I just recently
0: moved back. <gasps> Chanute. There's a restaurant down there called Opie's. I do know Opie's. They're fried buffet chicken buffet, pizza buffet, ice cream thing. Wow.
3: That's about the extent <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, I've been to Opie's a few times. Have you ever noticed we always tend to gravitate Go, toward well, food? Well, that's our huh. best topic.
0: I'm it's what saying. we know the best. It is.
1: We're experts there. We
0: we are. That's our expertise. Paul, do you want to talk about this first topic? Top
2: 5 things to do with kids? Yeah. Top five things to do with kids. Is that during the virus or just total top five things to do with kids? Like, I guess it's top five things to do with kids. I mean, if you're a
1: witch in the woods, you could toss them in the oven. What are you even talking about? Well, I mean, that's kind of an out there topic. It's not an out there topic. People have kids all
0: the time and they're looking for things to do with them. That's true. And And if you're a witch living in the woods... How many witches in the woods do we have listening to this podcast? I have no idea. Not including your. Never mind. <laughs> I'm,
2: trying, they, to, they I'm c- trying to figure oh. out a way to to curve this conversation. I <laughs> See, just can't curve in any
1: other direction. <laughs> See now, if if this gets over to like Germany in the Black Forest, then oh Hansel and Gretel might might you know what you know what's going know. on.
0: No. So no. you're
1: you're talking about like in in this time right now what are some in things that you time, can do with your kids what is there five <sighs> things you can, top 5 don't just name things oh okay the top 5 top 5 i i don't know if this is going to be in uh, the top 5 but i would say we we have played a lot of board games and card games that's what we're doing a lot of which is kind of cool cuz i don't always win but well that's not cool then well <laughs> I I let him win sometimes. Oh, I see. You're being a good dad. I am. Yeah.
0: Not that he couldn't win at his will. Nope. Whenever he wants to. There
1: would always be a winner, and it would be me, unless I choose not to win.
2: Right. Paul? Camping. You keep camping? (laughs) Top five things to do with kids. How many times have you camped since the plague hit? I've never known you to camp. We haven't started yet. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we no. just talked about it the other day. My wife and I would need to go camping,
1: and it's just are, started getting nice out. Are you guys doing okay financially? Is that the problem? Is that what you're saying? I can't. So help. we need sponsors for the
0: <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Caleb, what do you do with all your kids?
3: I don't have anything. <laughs> fully.
0: Well, I mean, you sponsor 32 cents a day child in Africa. Yeah. What all do you I... do with him?
3: Uh, sorry, I don't. Oh, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
0: saying. <laughs> It could possibly happen I with my kids, uh, they have this new game on the trampoline that i I sit outside and I throw them a football up in the air and yell a number, mm-hmm. and they all push each other around on the trampoline and whoever catches the ball or whoever they don't even have to catch it. whoever ends up with it after a wrestling match, they get that many points, and it's the first <laughs> it 's the first one to a thousand and uh and so the younger two can't really add up to a thousand so they 've never won
1: so so this kind of reminds me of. Uh, catching a bouquet at a wedding. I mean, it kind of starts out the same way.
0: Or it's a game. I think they call five hundred. It's just adding a trampoline.
1: Oh, oh, okay.
2: So is that the game with the chipped tooth last night?
0: Yeah, we had our our my third son Jensen. He uh, <laughs> his mouth went into a knee of my oldest oh. and chipped a tooth. Yeah, it was his birthday. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what game it was. I so I I ate his cake, um, and <laughs> yeah. because he said it was bothering him, and I didn't I want bet. it to bother him. Yeah. I wanted to be a good dad, help him.
1: You really are a good dad. Thank for eating
0: you. His cake. Appreciate that. So you could say he he didn't had the, he, his he, cake, he, he, but no. couldn't eat it too. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And that and then uh, that game, and we've been riding around on a side by side around town a lot. We got it legalized, mm-hmm. which is cool. They legalized them this year in town. Yeah. So, I got it tagged, and we've been driving to Sonic and Dairy Queen and Sonic and Family Center and Walmart. Just your basic necessities. You know, all the stores that are open. All right the stores that are open.
1: <laughs> Can you take it to buy a car? Oh, I'm sure I could. Because you could go
0: see Caleb and trade in. Yeah. Trade you straight up. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of a dealership trading straight up. No.
1: Uh uh-uh. uh. We've been doing a lot of fire pit. Stuff too. My girls like s'mores, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we've s'mores had, the, are good. had the fire pit going and roasting marshmallows, stuff like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Any new movies?
1: New movies? Not really. We went through all the uh, uh, Star Wars
2: series. I uh, see. I quit watching them. I quit watching the Star Wars series because there's a few that still aren't out on Disney Plus, so mm-hmm. I can't. I wanted to watch uh, them in order. Yeah. So I've kind of quit until those two come back on Disney Plus. So
1: uh, we own the movies; I could loan them to you. I might have to. Are I, they VHS?
2: They might be. No, these aren't the VHS ones. These aren't the old the old nineteen seventies. <laughs> these are the.
1: Well, I think we've got most of them on DVD. I'd be happy to loan those to you. I'm gonna need a deposit though. Okay,
0: I got, oh, a, I got a kid. Just JRs <laughs> used to do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb don't even know. Do you remember JRs? No. No. Do you know what a man. DVD is? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Blockbuster. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, JR's was way here. That's right. There were You could buy uh, Western, cowboy boots. Western wear, Rent a VHS player and rent some tapes and buy a belt buckle on the way out. All
3: from one place. Sounds like a pawn shop.
2: It was tied into
3: Price It was Trapper. kind of a
0: pawn shop, yeah. except you didn't <laughs> pawn there. But it's kind of like Family Center with a movie rental inside. And it was a lot smaller. Yeah, I remember that place. It was It's where the pharmacy is in Price Shepherd. Yeah, now.
2: Yep. JR's was where it was. Somewhere.
0: Oh, yeah. Do you remember it? Yeah. Man, we used to be so excited. We'd be begging my mom to take me to JR's.
2: Wonder who owned it. JR. Oh, that's what I was guessing. We used to get our pogs there.
1: <laughs> you Pog.
0: I'm sorry,
2: you're what? Pogs. Do you remember what pogs were? I remember what pogs I had a Tasmanian Devil Slammer. This was a game, right? This was a game. And you used to collect them like little milk caps. Yeah, milk tabs or whatever. Yeah, it's neat. I think I still got a tub. Of, I, I little, have a tub of slammer and, yeah. and Pogs. I'll bring them next time. I'll show I, her all my you listeners. Don't,
0: you don't have to do that. <laughs> no, really, you don't. <laughs> you to do yeah, that bring right. them so all of our listeners can see, see them. You, yep.
1: <laughs> Anything else that you like doing with kids right now? Baking, cooking. Oh, you know what? They have been. Um, I thought we talked about the witch baking. Uh, so Michaela. While we're uh, schooling from home, Mm -hmm. uh, her culinary arts class... I'd hate
0: to have you as a teacher.
1: Her culinary arts class has been uh, asking her to to, uh, make things at home. So we've had a number of great dishes that she's made. Although... Have you had to grade them? We didn't have to. We did. Okay. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure that the recipe for the pizza crust was not right. Mm. She put a whole cup of a cup and a half, I think, of sugar mm. in the pizza crust. Now, so if you're making friends. dessert pizza, that would probably be just fine. I, I'm thinking like a tablespoon and a half is about what you want in there. But other than that, uh, the, the stuff she's made has been fantastic.
2: Good. So Jane's yeah. been doing the same thing. I think yeah. Jane's probably taking the same class because she'll come up with... Some neat different ideas, and we get to taste them. So, you
0: guys, uh, your kids ever any of them take that class where they get the live duck? Culinary Ooh. arts? No, there's a class in high school where they get a live duck, a little little baby duck, and they bring it home. Mm-mm. No, I wasn't no one. In that class. No one knows what I'm talking about. What's the punchline? There is no punchline. I'm wondering if they have to give you a live duck for the spring. No one's ever had that class. What? No. Remember,
2: they have like little ducklings no. running around everywhere. They give them to students. I remember the kids used to get a, a pound of flour as a baby, and then it went into an egg, and then it went into actual babies at that time, the, the little robotic babies that cry at the middle of the night.
0: No. Yeah. This is a live
1: duck.
2: Wait, is wait, it wait, an ag class? Did they get a pound no. of flour
1: or a robotic baby?
2: <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, it's a, it went from that point. Oh, okay. It started out as a flour, and they got a little bit of money. So if they you didn't buy kill the egg. flour, you could go ahead and have <laughs> the robotic baby. <laughs> And they take the flour and the egg and the duck, and I remember, they make roasted duck. I remember cup, crispy A couple of your daughters brought those babies to church. Yeah,
0: and one went. Not, one went off in the middle of service. In middle of service, yeah. Oh. Was, was, was it Abby
2: movie. or McKinsey? Uh That would have been McKinsey at that yeah. time, because that was in the old building. And I, she was not happy. I, don't, I think she got a C on that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's not good. That's, does, she, does she know we have a, a, a grieving mother's room? I, I'm sorry, a nursing mother's room. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I don't think we did Oh, okay well, That was your office Yeah, yeah it was my yeah, office, was <laughs> your office but... My office doubled up as a lot of things back then <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we've helped them pretty much do nothing with their kids I agree Things that
1: they haven't already done Yeah, we're not really creative when it comes to doing things with your kids I wouldn't say that Why? Because it would make me sound bad, so I wouldn't say that
0: Oh, well I don't have a pride problem. I'm not very creative when it comes to...
3: <laughs> I just have to entertain myself.
0: Right, that's true. Yeah, it'd be kind of weird if your mom came in and gave you a list of things to do for fun.
3: It, it would be a little weird. Like, living with them again is a little weird, but her also trying to entertain you would be even weird. <laughs> like, get the killing books like, out.
0: She's like, come here, little Caleb. we got a project we're going to do together.
3: Yeah, she mostly just says, hey, can you do this today? <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. More of a chore. Yeah, it's more
3: of a chore, less of an activity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can make it fun,
0: but... <laughs> like, Mom, I really want you to do this with me. It's folding laundry. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so fun if we I'm do this I'm teaching together. you a new skill. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what's the, what's the other topic?
1: Well, if you can imagine, as we're recording this, the the state of Kansas is <clears throat> under this stay-at-home order, and, and uh, it will soon... Start to relax a little bit.
0: Well, we're hoping, yeah. yeah.
1: And we also hear a lot of folks are, are now starting to to come out and say, "Gosh, you know what? This coronavirus is really uh, just a sign of the end times. I mean, uh, this is this is some kind of a plague. This is really something we should be preparing for." So, I thought, is that is that really true? Should we should we address that? I mean, honestly, CNN did a story on it and they talked about um Sylvia Brown who used to be on the Montel Williams show a lot and uh you know she she predicted this she said that some kind of a flu-like virus was going to come around then again Nostradamus probably said the same thing and Bill Gates said the same thing and i probably a thousand different people have said this and yeah. and now we're all saying oh you know this is this is definitely something that that we should be preparing for so I don't know. What I I thought we'd look at it and what's the Bible say about this?
0: Yeah. I think I said this in a sermon. I don't think we're close yet. I mean, it's it, I'm not saying it couldn't be part of it of like heading that direction and uh I know we're closer to the end times now than we were 5 minutes ago. We're 5 minutes closer. Yep. Like so I but like the thing about it is is if you go and and read in the word of God, it says so there's a few things that have not happened yet that would make, like, make me wonder if we're close or not. I, I don't know. This whole thing, there's red flags all over it, and that's, just, that's my belief on it. There's like red flags, things that don't make sense. And here, here's what I'll tell you, what I was thinking about this morning on the way to work, driving in. My biggest, This thing has opened my eyes to my biggest fear, and I don't fear a lot, but my biggest fear is how much influence we allow someone to have on us depending on how much money they make or just the status that they are in the in in the country and how much influence they have over us. I mean, you think about it, and I was watching this thing like so Michael Jordan could really dribble basketball really well I mean that was his skill, yeah. He's not the greatest businessman in the world. He just had good business people around him. But because he could dribble basketball really well and he made millions and billions and millions of dollars, all of a sudden United States listens to him like he's some like he's a he's a genius and the man's going to lead us in the right direction. Bill Gates uh founded Microsoft, right? Yep. And because he's made a lot of money and investments past that and he's diversified what he does and he's made everything he touches, he makes money and I'm sure he's lost money in certain things that he's attempted. But because he has a lot of money, we listen to him. Like he has it all figured out And in all honesty. If he has it all figured out, then why are there all these other problems in the world? Not taken care of before if he cares that much, like I don't understand why we're leaning on anyone but God to take care of this stuff. And I understand that there's research that can be done and like we, he gave us brains to use and stuff. But, man, we are allowing a lot of people to influence us in decision-making, and we're really not having faith-based decisions um, happen a lot. And that's, that's scary to me. I
2: think we're jumping on board a lot as a society with fear, yeah. letting fear control our decisions, let fear control what we're doing. And that's where I have an issue with it. Yeah,
1: agreed. Well, and I think that, I don't know, I, I, I've got a friend that says, well, I don't want to look stupid. Um, too late. <laughs> <laughs> I, my friend? Oh, I you think I'm, he looks stupid? I don't know who your friend is. Okay. Gosh. Ultimately, if everybody else is going along with it, why shouldn't he? Mm-hmm. I mean, if he doesn't, isn't he going to look stupid? Well, I, I think for a long time we we found people that didn't go along with the the, the mainstream, and, and they were just fine. We found out that they were right. Mm-hmm. Um, then again, you have people out there saying... Science doesn't lie. Science doesn't lie. Science says this. Science says that. So it's surely this way. And so therefore, we kind of give them... We still have
0: the same scientists debating on whether or not evolution is real or not. And we... I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like, you, you say science... Like, when they say science doesn't lie, we have scientists that can't agree on whether or not it's evolution or creationism. Like, we, they, we, they
2: can't decide. Has there ever been right. anything that they've ever seen evolve? They've <clears> seen <throat> stuff adapt, but they've yet to see anything evolve.
0: There's just there, there's too many questions for for the human brain to say that that we like we need to trust something. I, like I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Right, that's annoying. Well,
1: and and saying well it's science, so I I trust in that. It, that's idiotic. It is. It's it's this idea. They, they've been
0: wrong several times. <laughs>
1: If I can uh, prove something, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But then again, I, I have to have faith in some things.
0: Yeah, but you can't see, right? Yeah.
1: I, then again, I can't. I can't see COVID. I have to trust someone to tell me whether or not I've got it.
3: <laughs> Science doesn't even all agree with itself at this point. No, there's a bunch of different experts who all have the same training, same knowledge base, same resources, and they still can't agree with each other. So. No. I don't know how I'm supposed to fully trust everything they're saying when they don't even agree
0: with each other. That's that's that that's exactly my argument. I I like I think that there's so much unknown that if you don't have faith right now, you're in a scary spot. Like because if it, you you have to have faith in the only person that's never lied to me is God. Yeah, that's the only that's the only person that's that's if he told me he loved me, he really loved me and he's loved me ever, I mean, like, I've never not felt loved by him. If he's told me something coming up ahead, and it's happened, because he's never lied to me. And all these things that he pointed back to, even like you talk about 2,000 years ago, he wrote down certain things through people in the Bible, and they've all come to pass, or things have happened, and they said it was going to be that way, and that's the way it is. Like, that's the only person I can lean on and, and see that, wow, that, that guy's never lied, he's never led me a wrong way, other than that, there's no one I I can sit there and look at and say, they've told me everything and it's happened 100% that way. We don't know. We don't know. And to think that we have control over what tomorrow brings. I mean, I understand. I'm not trying to say that we should just all walk around and not use our brains and be dumb and like whatever happens, happens. Because I think that God gave us, you know, intelligence to do certain things, to invent certain things, like create shoes, create you know, clothing, do haircuts, take care of ourselves, like all that stuff. Can't do haircuts right now. Oh, well never mind. But uh, like like what I'm saying is I'm not we don't have to walk around like zombies and be dumb. But also to think that there's people out there that just have start viruses or start whatever it is and create vaccines and why why aren't they doing it then? <laughs> like why why is this uh why is this happening? And why is it taking this long if if we've got so much figured out? That's what don't make sense. That's why there's red flags.
1: Well, I think the excuse is this is new. You know, we've called this the novel coronavirus. It's not like anything else. So it's all going to take time. Scientists, doctors, they're all going to figure this out. But I think the excuse is that people are saying this, this is what's forcing people to follow like sheep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we're all just going to do whatever the government tells us to do and, and we have. give up our rights and, and we have just, just follow back, along because they're protecting us and they're going to take care of us.
2: Well, Go back to what your friend said a little bit ago. Well, what if, what if I don't follow? Am I going to look stupid? Or, or am I going to be the one that causes it? And then they're going to say, oh, it's your, you're the one that caused it. Or one 10 one. years from now, we're
0: going to look back, and because we followed, we look stupid. I'm just saying, it could
2: go either way. It, it
1: could, it could.
0: I mean, because there's been things that we follow the government in before that have made us look stupid. So this this verse I found, and I've been here. Let me write you a stimulus check, and then and by yeah. the way, next year in your taxes, it's taken out like, again. <laughs> like that, like that made me look pretty stupid. I'm just saying. Sorry,
1: we're all paying for that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's Thanks for cashing it, some... Bo. Let's <laughs> yeah. come somewhere. I haven't even got mine yet. <clears throat> What were you reading, Paul? Uh, Sorry, I
2: interrupted him. Hebrews 10, verse 19, a call to persevere in faith. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, open for us through the through the curtain, that is, his body, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings. Having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Okay, what are you getting now? of that? That we're supposed to be encouraging one another. The day is coming, the day is approaching we're supposed to be encouraging one another. Don't let fear take over. He's he's uh who promised us, he's faithful. He's going to take care of us.
0: Not I I, be, I believe that. Like I don't have any problems having faith for that. Like he's done it all the way up to this point. I just uh, my my biggest thing and I think it would be healthy for everybody is if we would just quit watching and quit <laughs> quit looking and just live life with one another on a more social, like personal,
1: we're, we're just terrible. There's, I, We're so connected, we're dangerous. I, I think that's the key there is that it's not even so much what people read, it's what people read and propagate. Yes. Let, let me put it back out there because if it gets shared by a thousand people, surely there's some merit to it, right? Mm-hmm.
0: And Just because we say it with conviction does not mean it's real. <laughs> Facts. I go. I go back to, and I believe this in everything. in In Second Timothy, I think it is. Uh, it might be First Timothy chapter six. I can't remember. Yeah, it's First Timothy six. These are the things that you teach and insist on. If anyone teaches otherwise, do not agree to the sound instruction of our Lord Jesus Christ and to godly teaching. They are conceited and understanding nothing. They have an unhealthy interest in controversies and quarrels about words that result in envy. Strife, malicious talk, evil suspicions, and constant friction between people of corrupt mind who have been robbed of the truth and who think that godliness is a means to financial gain. (laughs) But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation. And a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. I think that a lot of the stuff that goes on... Uh, you, talk, you talk about a lot of people will share something on Facebook just to get the likes, like, just to get the, like, man, if this is shared a bunch, it it works, it's good, you know? And and that's all for this likeness of, like, of them. And I think it boils down to if we could find the root cause of a lot of this stuff going on, I think money is involved. Okay. That's my belief on the whole thing. I think money is involved in a lot of things that go on. I think political gain and money is involved. Like you, right when, right before this thing started from when we heard first heard about it, there was politicians on both sides of the aisle that sold stock right before the stock market crashed, before they announced it to the public. Like that is, that is the definition of insider trading. And we're so busy fighting an invisible virus that none of us can see that we don't even talk about them anymore. Like, I don't even know like what, what's going to happen there. And who knows how many times that happened before the public even caught on. We don't know how long this thing has been going on. I, I was sick in December. Personally, I got so sick in December for four or five days that if that's not what we're dealing with right now, I don't know. I mean, i was I'd never been that sick before. Never been that sick before back in December. I couldn't move. And I got my, my hot tub at home. It said 102 degrees. And I got in it and I was cold. That's what my temperature was running <laughs> And so I'm just saying I think there's I think there's a lot that goes behind the scenes and that we're not going to know. And man, that just that much more I can't wait till I get to heaven one day and I just I think I'm going to know all this stuff and be like, "Oh man, that was so stupid of me." And I'm not saying we're stupid to believe some of it and I think there's a virus and I think <clears> people <throat> are getting sick. I'm just saying the way it's all being handled there are red flags all over the place. Yeah. And it's scary to me the influence that we're all under by how connected we are to people that we've never met before in person. That would be like me for the first time. I've never met Rob White and I'm listening to you on Facebook talk about something that, and if you say it with conviction and you act like you know what you're talking about and you can throw a few numbers out there and some things and you say them as facts and all of a sudden I'm like, wow, Rob knows what he's talking about. And I have no clue. I've never even met you before. And then all of a sudden, like you're telling me, um you shouldn't put a cup and a half of sugar in pizza dough. Well, I have no clue, maybe it's really good, but I'm believing you because well for one, I think you're really good with food. And so like I would believe you. And so then all of a sudden, I share that. You should never put that much sugar in cookie dough. Or what one cookie dough is pizza dough. Pizza dough. I think cookie, cookie dough, dough has should that much. have it. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. Thank you. See, he already knows. And so then pizza dough, I pass that on and it gets shared all over the place. And all of a sudden, People are missing out on maybe what's really good pizza dough to them, and then you just didn't like it. What are you doing? You got the Rona. (laughs) You got the Rona. And I'm sitting in the same room room as you. What are you doing? (laughs) Stop it. Okay. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. That's how easily we are influenced by people we've never met. Mm -hmm. This Dr. Fauci guy. Fauci. 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 That guy. Like I've got an ouchie. Fauci, but take it to Fauci. Fauci. So that guy, I never heard of him until this all happened. Never heard of him, and I know he served under like multiple presidents. Yep, but that doesn't mean anything to me. I've never met him. I have no idea if he's a genuine person, a nice person. Just because somebody tells me he is, a lot of people told me that. A lot of people tell me that Trump's a terrible person. A lot of them tell me he's a good person. I have no idea. I've never met him. Me neither. And that's what that's what's scary is we believe things because that's what we hear, that's what we read, and we believe them because that's what we want to believe. Because they have influence. Yep, and they have money, and they're in the right position. Awesome. I, don't,
1: I don't know if Fauci has any money. You don't? No, I don't know either. But he's got influence.
0: Yeah. Usually, with uh, in the society we live in, you have money if you have influence. <laughs> That's just what it boils down to. I don't know how that pans out or how that works.
1: Or or if you have money, you have influence. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. But I I think I I go back to Timothy when they're writing this, and I think that the love of money is in the root of a lot of this stuff. Like, I think a lot of it's political, and that's all boils down to money anymore. I don't, I mean, I'm sure there's politicians out there that sincerely and genuinely care about the people that they serve, but I don't know that it's set up to where they can. I'm not in there, I don't know. And me I'm sa- I'm saying that like I don't know. And so when people ask me, I'm like I have to be dumb about it because I don't I don't have enough information to give them a good response. And I keep uh I don't I don't talk about politics um from the pulpit and church, so that's what I would I would talk about it in this podcast, but I don't talk about it. Um I don't use the church time
1: for that at all and I won't. We haven't really talked about it much. No. Paul, you have an opinion here?
2: I go back to the same thing. I think we're letting fear take too much, lead, lead us too much instead of having faith. And I mean, you go back and look at the, you know, people are like like Bo said a little bit ago, you know, people are dying. People are, are getting sick over this. So there is something out there, but I think we're letting it take too much. I mean, you go look at the statistics, um, the common flu. There's more people that passed away from the common flu this year than there is COVID. But COVID shutting businesses down, uh, not allowing churches to gather. Um, we're letting too much control go away.
0: And they're marking it COVID when we don't know what they really died from.
2: You can go yeah. right now to the CDC website. The tests that China sent us for COVID, they didn't like, so they created their own. And they said if it tests positive, which it tests positive for multiple viruses, not just COVID, multiple viruses, that's it's, po- it's tested positive for COVID. So to me, I think there's some. I think there's something wrong with that. If you don't know if it's actual COVID, people, are, you know, people are getting. Uh, it's like the
0: doctor I grew up with that like you could go in there. And was, I used to go to the doctor in Drexel growing up, and he was fifteen dollars cash across the board, no matter what. And like, would go in there and you would take a physical, and he's like, uh, "So what's your name?" And you, would, if you would repeat your name, he's like, "Well, you passed the hearing test." And like it was like it didn't like you really didn't get tested for anything. Uh, and like he, he was not, it was not normal, but it was awesome. Any flu or if you had strep throat, he'd give you the same shot of whatever it was. And he's going to take care of it all. You get a shot in the butt and then you would walk out and it was fine. And like, he's like, well, in two days you'll start feeling great. Vitamin B and saline. Yeah. I don't know what it was. <laughs> and I was like, dude, you're awesome. Whatever that guy passed away, I think. But whatever, whatever <laughs> he was given out and that shot healed everything. And I'm not saying that I didn't get weird lumps or anything, but uh, <laughs> but everything else sickness-wise, it turned out okay.
1: <laughs>
0: and then his son owned the pharmacy.
1: And he didn't give you prescriptions? Not really. Well, he just not a smart you, man, is he? he just give you a shot.
0: <laughs> I don't really know if that was a legal practice or not. but
1: Doesn't sound like it.
2: Yeah. He had a doctor in front of his name, so yeah. Yeah, good. you it's know. legit.
0: It was legit.
1: <laughs> he was a theologian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: So what was your take on this, Rob? Like, what are you thinking?
1: I, I've been absorbing a lot of it. Uh, no doubt there there is a virus. No doubt that it spreads easily. My fear is how we're handling things through the government. Um, there's no accountability to the numbers, really. How we say, oh, the numbers are skyrocketing. I, I think in a lot of these areas, it's because we didn't test. <laughs> So, gosh, uh, if I didn't test for six months and all of a sudden I started testing and I found two well it's skyrocketing mm-hmm. so we'll we'll see what happens. Mm. I hesitate to say that there's a conspiracy, I think that a lot of people want to feel important, and I think that that's probably what they're looking for is to create influence,
0: yeah. That's what I think it's being used to, all of a sudden, be known in some in some areas.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I as I hear, gosh, you know, the end times are coming. This is this is definitely a sign for that. One of the first places I started was Second Timothy three. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, "But mark this: there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive." disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, and having a form of godliness, but denying its power. Um, Pretty
0: much the opposite of fruit of
1: the Spirit. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) when when I read that, I think we are surely in the end times, because Uh. that, that just describes a lot of what's going on, now, I think, I'm not saying, but this I think really people have no. Times. But
0: like, I think people have said that about every time mm-hmm. the the country the has fought a flu. Every time you know, we go to war. We go to war. Yeah, the, like this that has been said multiple times, and that's where I think God doesn't want us to focus on trying to predict the last days. I, I think it's fun to study. I think it's good knowledge to have. Like I'm, I'm all for people want to jump into Timothy's and revelation and all, all of those things. But really what it boils down to is we, we were sent here to have a job to be done and that's to spread the gospel. Like we were sent here for a purpose and for a reason by God to tell others about him. And if we're so busy feeding ourselves and trying to guess and predict and like we're throwing out these things and these fear mongering moments, all of a sudden we're missing the point of like, we're supposed to spread the good news of the gospel <laughs> and we're all we're spreading this is bad news like this is terrible news about what's about to take place uh, maybe it's my personality and I have a fault there but I tend to stay away from this kind of predictions my mind can't wrap my head around that God's going to God's gonna let it go on further than he's not gonna let it go on further than it has to right and I and and that's where I say, well i'll know it's the last day and i'll let you guys all know when i know because god god's going to tell us you know like yeah. that's 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 the extent of it and and so for us to take the time to sit around and guess it's really a huge hypothetical of like this is what it is
1: well and worries me that people are trying to figure this out people I know. Are trying to trying yeah. to do this and my response really is so what if it is <laughs> yeah what if it is the end times? Has what your if-
0: job changed
1: from what God gave you? <laughs> or or you're going to be like,
0: now's the time to tell people about Jesus because I finally figured out it's the end times.
1: Great, let's do that. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. You know, is this a test run? I'll tell you what, it, for all of us in this room, it is end times. Like within the next hundred years, we'll all be dead. Uh,
1: yeah, I I think that's a pretty safe prediction. <laughs> so like, Caleb, I
0: am interested because like, we're all from different generations. I mean, Paul and Rob are from a different generation, <laughs> and I'm from one. What is, like, you're, you're younger, so what are you thinking? Like, how, is this, how does this stuff make you feel, and what do you think about it?
3: Uh, I mean, really early on, I was on social media a lot and got caught up in, like, the fear of everything. Kind of got anxious and got away from um, the Bible and God. And, mm-hmm. um, thankfully, Mackenzie. Um, Paul's daughter brought me back to it and kind of said, hey, refocus in on this. Mm-hmm. And I disconnected from social media. stopped paying attention to all the news. Like, I stay up to date so I can be safe at work and kind of uh, help protect other people's safety in the workplace and kind of respect their wishes. But getting back to the Word of God, reading that, and that's definitely helped me refocus and kind of not be as anxious mm-hmm. and as afraid of everything. Right. So, I mean... Being as tied up in social media and all that stuff as I was early on, like I got caught up and swept up in it, but getting away from that kind of helped me refocus.
0: Do you think that a lot of kids and, and men and women your age, they're so connected in ways that are unhealthy?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of uh, people my age get caught up in group thinking, don't think for themselves and can't critically think anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guilty of it at times, too, where I'm just like, oh yeah, this is easy, I'll just ride with the flow and go with what everybody's kind of thinking, but... Especially with this stuff, I've thought more and more for myself and kind of stepped away from that and I realized how my generation, while they want to be um, socially active and they want to say that they know things and they want change, they don't know what change they want. They just want change. They just want to yell and be loud and feel Mm -hmm. like they're being heard. Um, So this has really made me realize like getting away from social media, thinking for yourself, thinking critically and taking a look at the bigger picture. I don't think my generation does a good job of that.
0: Hmm. That's interesting. I, I think every generation's at fault to that at some point where they, 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 they're, we're not very good at thinking for ourselves at certain Not the certain generation Paul and I are in.
2: No, we're looking at you guys right now, just shaking <laughs> <Yeah>. our heads. <laughs> Darn
0: youngins. <laughs> like, I, I think, I think Caleb brings up, yeah, pretty good in, insight
2: to. I, I you know. like how he said group thinking. <clears throat> yeah. You know, they, they just follow the, follow the masses.
0: And that's that's as parents and friends and church leaders and we we have to begin to get back to the Word of God and lean on that for understanding and for information and knowledge and to, and let Him speak to us through that and have a faith based decision process. We decide things based on what the Holy Spirit's telling us and guiding and directing us. And I think prayers need to be specifically brought to him for like, I want to be led and guided and directed by you for like my decision making, where I'm going, what I'm doing, who, what am I trusting? What am I believing? And not based on feelings and just like emotional responses. And we can't trust our emotions. We can't trust our feelings. We got to trust our faith. And that's what it has to get back to. And that, so I'd love Caleb's insight to that. Me too. <laughs> well, and, and I also think that, if we got into the Word of God more and we started to study, we would realize that there's simply nothing to be fearful about because God's in control. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow, what a great topic. We're glad you joined us and hope you continue to listen. Uh, Please subscribe and share the Leftovers podcast. If you have a topic you'd like to hear about, we might talk about it, we might not. Or if you'd like to sponsor... We pretty much have zero sponsors, even though we talk about them all the time. You can email us at lpleftovers at gmail.com. That could be our first sponsor, though, right? Right. Right. We've had some fun, maybe made you laugh a few times, and we've had a really good time, but mostly, I hope we made you think about a few things. I'm Paul Lohr. I'm Rob White. And I'm Bo Gurkin.